mean you're not going to bed tonight? Michael and I are going to indulge in an all-night orgy of sex and violence. If you are a teenager, you may not have heard of the term video nasty for gross-out films. Police have raided many video shops in the past months. To avoid fainting, keep repeating. It's only a movie. Only a movie. Only a movie. Alright, let's get started. Let's get started. Are we starting on the best one? No. No. What are we starting on? Schools? What was that? That's not the worst one, though. I'm going to be controversial. Welcome back to the Nasty Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> let's rewind 10 seconds. Wow. We're going to... I'm going to click on this. Alright. <laughs> are we going to start on the best? I'm Ryan. <laughs> I'm Simon. Hi. Nice to meet you guys. Nice to meet you, William Road Lee. Nice to meet you. Shout out to William. Shout out to him. Um, and of course we have John Matthews. John. Good evening. Johnston. Yes. Um, what shall we start? We've got three and we can't really flip a coin. <laughs> Let's start with schoolgirls in chains. Alright. We'll start with schoolgirls. <laughs> Alright, schoolgirls, 1973. Uh, where's my thing? It's got a chick called Ginger and she's not a redhead. <laughs> uh, released on Code Red. Yep. What's the spine number? 82. Who gives a fuck? 46. Who gives a fuck? Uh, directed by Don Jones. So. Don Jones also did. Was this the guy that did so many fucking Christmas? Yeah, he also did The Forest, which the is forest. a fucking awesome movie. The Forest. It needs fucking a bit of sound. Is that the one like the ghost children and stuff? Uh, look, I don't even remember. I just remember being highly entertained. Yeah, no, same here. Same here. It was the early 80s. No, it was Camera and Electrical Department. In what? <laughs> For The Forest. No, he, he did The Love it. Butcher. Yeah, he did Love Butcher. Oh, no, he did Forest as well, yeah. The Love Butcher. Oh, yeah. There you go. Yeah, Love Butcher. That's a good movie. That's yeah, that was, that was a surprise, that one. There you go. He's actually a successful... Hey! Two on the nasties, both. Uh, fuck. It's the Love Butcher is section three. Is this section two? No, three. Yeah, surely this is three. No, three. The nah. thing I liked about this film, though, is that it starts off with a character that gets killed off. And you think she's going to be like yeah. the main kind of... I, I kind of like that. It's kind of... It, it was really unexpected. You're like, whoa. I know. And I was entertained enough the whole of this film. I was never like, come the fuck on. Come on. I'm so bored. Like so many of these films. I actually really enjoyed this one. Really? I was like... I was a bit bored halfway through. Because it was just like that standard cliche. Um, totally helped me. Yeah, but that's time. great. <laughs> Let's play oh, Leapfrog, I want to play Doctors! Oh yeah, play Doctors and Leapfrog. Yeah. Uh, I, I thought it was interesting too, yeah. I mean, like, the, but you're right, there's a little bit of padding in the middle, but it did keep my attention the whole time, and it's, um... Uh, I'm not sure, Kendall, if you picked this by accident with Butcher Baker, but there's a lot of weird sort of incest themes with both these films, so... Yeah, not um, sure. It, it's quite dark, Schoolgirls, in terms of the subject matter. You know what, John? I picked these out of random, and sometimes it just fucking works. 
Yeah, you should have picked this with Love Butcher, though. So you fucked up. Yeah, I did. Nice work, dickhead. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but, um... It's kind of like a just a, a southern psycho ripoff. Yeah. Um, what's that yeah. genre called again? Um, you love it, John. Psycho biddies, no. Like the backwoods American. Oh, re- regional. Like, yeah, it's like a regional. It's almost no. regional, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Because was it regional? It's, it's the original. Yeah, it's like a driving style film. Because yeah. apparently the original title was I think it was like abducted or something, but then they they just change it to schoolgirl and change for the drive-in and that poster has nothing to do with the movie yeah brilliant. there's the um the poster's great like Cosimodo I know yeah. <laughs> that's the VH American VHS for a duck yeah I remember seeing pictures of that and being like I have to see this movie and um yeah and there's there's no school well there's no schoolgirls but there are a little bit of chains but they are university girls yeah. Yeah. We were having this debate when we watched it with um, Nathan's girlfriend, actually. She's like, why is it called Schoolgirls in Chains? Why isn't it called, like, Co-Eds in Chains? And I'm like, because Schoolgirls in Chains sounds better. Yeah. Like, it this does. is the whole thing of exploitation. They don't give a fuck. They know they're lying to you. They'll lie <laughs> yeah. straight to your face. They don't give a shit. They're just like, I've already yeah. got your money, you piece of shit. <laughs> Imagine going in and thinking it's like some sort of like medieval film or some shit. Someone's a Cosimodo and you're like, what the fuck's this? But, yeah. But still, it's... it's like I said, it, it, it was entertaining to me. Like, so it was still decent. It wasn't terrible. Yeah. But interesting. I think the, the whole family's messed up. The, the two brothers are really interesting and... Um, yeah, it was kind of like, I don't know, I was going to quickly say, I, before I forget, like, there was, uh, this came out a year before Chainsaw, and there's a scene that's really similar to Chainsaw, when she's running through the house, and mm-hmm. she runs upstairs, finds a skeleton, and runs downstairs, out, out the front door, and I was like, huh, maybe Toby Hooper saw this film, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, as well, the cinematographer, I forget his name, yeah. but he actually was the cinematographer on Firewalk with me. Twin Peaks. Yes, yes, he wow. was. Um, um, so was he was big enough, but he must have done something to fuck up his career because he also did one Where's from the heart, crew? Francis Ford Coppola. Oh god, where's the fuck? So you know, crew? they're both big films, right? But yeah, then dude. he's done basically nothing after after that. Oh, so he either died or he like raped a kid or something. I don't know. <laughs> Shit. Um, similar to Ronald, yeah? Yeah, Ronald Victor Garcia. Ronald Victor Garcia. Okay. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. El Diablo. Easy Streets. Twin Peaks missing. Hawaii Five O Numbers. Don't oh, okay, so just moved to TV. Still on this is a problem with Letterboxd. Gilmore Girls. Yeah, it just shows movies. Yeah, but sometimes when people go to TV, they kind of get stuck in there and they can't seem to... It seems like he's very movies. stuck. The, you know, he's doing Alienation and Gilmore Girls, so, you know. He also did the TV series, a couple of episodes, well, one episode. Oh, the yeah, pilot, pretty, yeah. Pretty big stuff, yeah. I thought that's the LA Crackdown, but it was the LA Takedown. <laughs> Oh, LA Takedown's a Michael Mann film. It's like Heat before Heat, and I think no, my review... Um, no, die. no, that's yeah. it. 
Is it? Yeah, it's a TV movie by Michael Mann. Oh, fuck, it is. Yeah. And um, I, my review for it is LA shit heat. Why is it shit? It's fucking garbage. Um, it's nowhere near as good as heat, and it's like, a, it's just a low TV production quality, and so, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's on YouTube, yeah. So, my, I'm, I'm actually just going to say controversially, Michael Mann's a fucking overrated piece of shit. And <laughs> yeah. He's done some good films, but fuck. Right, Last of the Mohicans can suck my dick. Yeah, I never got into that one. The Keep's great. Keep's great. Love and the Keep. Well, he has, he, has, he has a problem. He, he loves to fuck, fuck with his films like George Lucas. He goes back and cuts and makes, you know, different cuts of films like, he, yeah. Yeah. Like, he does Why? it all the time. Why? Why do that? Yeah. He should just do it at like, home, like, and... He, make, he makes his own edit of the film. Yeah. Don't release it. Make your own edit. No, you're allowed to release it. Just don't fuck with the original. Always have the original. Yeah. I don't care how many cuts you have. It's like Blade Runner. You can do like 50 billion cuts. They're all still there. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. The most enjoyed. He did his his release of Thief. Like his his approved version. He he fucked with the color tone so it looks green. And uh, so Arrow actually had the original version which looks like a normal movie. So he just, yeah. I don't know. Directors, it gets to their head. I don't know what they do. Fuck Oliver Stone as well. Oliver Stone just needs to fuck off. Like, <laughs> I hope I don't become that. Uh, I forget what movie I was watching, but it was like a, a, a like Roman emperor movie, like Alexander or something. And I'm like, why the fuck is everything red? Calm the fuck down. Just stop. Yeah, they did his, his director's director's cut for that one. Yeah, it's like... <laughs> God damn. I've never seen that one. Yet. Don't. Anyway. That's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, back to schoolgirls. <laughs> <laughs> back to schoolgirls. Uh, Gary Kent has said that despite the graphic nature of the film, he, T.R. Blackburn, and the principal actress in this film got along very well off camera. You'd hope so. And he's like, I'm going to rape you, but let's have some tea and scones first. Yeah. And get to know each other. Nice rape. Yeah, nice rape. <laughs> Uh, this film was inspired by an actual incident in which a missing woman's car was discovered on the side of the road, but the woman was never found. That could be fucking anything. It's probably dead in a river. Yeah. Yeah. You could... Yeah. You could do a whole Ted Bundy fucking thing going Every on. Every 70 serial killer, yeah. No, no, right? <clears throat> Maybe she just ran out of guess and bugged it off. It's like, nah, it's alright. It's not in my name. Yeah. Don't yeah. worry. <laughs> The scene with Ginger being raped on the couch by Frank had to be cut by 30 seconds to in order to avoid an X rating. I guess that's the law. That rape was actually um, a bit nasty. Like, uh, you saw a little bit of flap. Yeah. Mm. Um, there was something. And yeah, but, you know. It was kind of like fingering almost. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which made it a funny. bit nastier. Yeah. Yeah, but then after the scene, like, they tried to show, you know, some sort of human side to his character. But, yeah, I, I give you mean, it was pretty, pretty nasty how they did it. Mm. Yeah, so he's the... Referenced in The Waterboy. What? The scene where Bobby's mum embarrasses him by telling Vicky that he still wets the bed is taken nearly word for word from the scene in Schoolgirls and Chain chains where Frank's mother embarrasses him in front of his fiance. Wow. <laughs> That's why Adam Sandler's culture, guys. 
Ah, uh, yeah. Contr uh, references to Psycho. Yeah, it's, it's, it, it, it's definitely a psycho yeah. homage, let's just call it that. It's an interesting psycho, too. Yeah, psycho influence, but once again, like I said, I, I'm surprised this film came out before Chainsaw, because like, the, yeah. the simple brother's almost kind of like a chop top type character. Like he's, yeah. he's like yeah. really, really goofy. Um, yeah, so I just, I just find it interesting this came out a year before, before Chainsaw. The other interesting thing about it is that you you're not really you don't really think it's a psycho thing until like the big reveal. Yeah. So it's not like they're playing it yeah. by the fucking like books. the books. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, like, you've got you no idea. You, you, you think the mum's still there. You're not like this is exactly psycho. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Because they actually do a close up of her mouth moving and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Which is all right. Yeah, budget of 45 G's. Fuck. Not bad. Fucking, I need, I need an infiltration thing. Where's the... Inflation. Inflation. $45,000 in the 70s would be like a billion dollars. One billion dollars. <laughs> One, but... But... This guy, okay, 45 is it there. In calculated 19... No, 1973... Would in calculate year twenty twenty twenty. The year should end between. Oh, okay. I'll just do twenty nineteen then. Twenty nineteen. Hey, fucking. Twenty nineteen. Calculate. Four hundred thirty one thousand seven hundred eighteen dollars. That's bit Australia. But still. Still a decent, decent budget. So like, yeah, a half a mil. Yeah. Give or take, half a mil. God damn. There you go. Um, yeah. This is the first time I watched this too. Same. I yeah, I saw the Code Red Blu-ray about two years ago. Uh, like, I couldn't remember much about it actually. So yeah, kind of a rewatch re for me. Yeah. So it's 259 grand in American money. There Still decent. Decent yeah. budget. Yeah. Decent budget. It's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. And you think, how, where did the money go? Because yeah. there wasn't, a, from my memory, there wasn't it's a lot of It's probably just act, actresses acting. Uh, yeah. the, the cinematography was really good. But there was one shot where he's running past the bush and then it goes through the hedge and then it's her running through the bush and then it cuts and it's him. Mm. But it's actually really well done. And I kind of like the voyeurism of the shots as well, like the first person looking through the window shots as well near the start of the film. Um, yeah, you, you, like there was some really interesting cinematography in it. Um, I think that's also maybe what held it up for me a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. There you go. We're going to do our food review? Food review. Mine was uh, microwave lasagna I had. Alright. I'm going to give this actually a cottage pie. Like a good cottage pie. A good, really? Yeah, I fucking enjoyed this movie, man. Um, you know, and like, you're still a little bit hungry after that cottage pie, but you know, you're like, that was a good pie. 
Fair. I don't like peas. No, no peas. Just like a potato shepherd's pie. Everyone always puts peas in them. Up, nah, they? one with just beef or lamb. Yeah. Whatever, and it's just potato, lamb, pastry. Yeah. A good one. Fuck yeah. What about you, John? What are your thoughts, other thoughts, about this in your food review? Uh, yes, this is like a, uh, I would say this is like a, a good quality, uh, so, so, like, so like a, you know, a two-minute noodle, but a good one, like those meringue, you know, those... Oh, meagerings? Meagerings, yeah, those ones, meagerings. So it's, yeah, it's two minutes, it's quick, but it's not bad, so it does the job. Um, yeah, so I, I did, no, I thought it padded a little bit, but it was pretty interesting for 19... 
Ah, oh, it's also called Night Warning, original title. And, and that, that was the Aussie, Aussie tape, Night Warning. <clears throat> okay, and the evil protege. So, an orphan teenager finds himself being dominated by his aunt, who is hell-bent on keeping him with her at all costs. So, is she kind of like... There's no... It's weird, there's like... Not really much of a turning point that I remember for her going crazy. It's just like... As soon as he has a girlfriend or he, as soon as he gets a scholarship she just like snaps it's 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 all about control i think um <clears throat> mm. susan tyrell classic susan tyrell this is a great performance it was really good yeah she's amazing in it and um, even both she's Jefferson. a great actress yeah rest in peace yes right she's gone now is Bo still alive yeah, he's still alive, yeah. Yeah, he's still kicking. He's, he's Swedish-born, that guy. Yeah. Ah. yeah, so he'll live to, like, fucking... 124? Yeah, he is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, young Bill Paxton. Bill Paxton, yes. Yeah. Probably. Plays Eddie. He's, he's also dead. Um, was... Uh, yeah. I read something that um he was going for the lead role but he didn't get it, but the director liked him enough to keep him in the If film. only the director knew. <laughs> if only the director... <laughs> Jan de Bont worked as a cinematographer on this film for one week. He shot the decapitation. That was a good fucking intro, too. That yeah, car crash. That, um, and it, was, it was very reminiscent, like, Final Destination 2, that log going through the window. Yeah, that's what I said. And it's yeah. it has the same kind of impact as um the Changeling. It's almost like the same. Yes. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Like straight up, just gone when you're fuck. Okay. Uh, Jan de Bond, he is cinematographer, director for Speed, um, producer for Minority Port, director for Twister, cinematographer for Heaps, uh, Basic Instinct, Lethal Weapon 3, Hunt for Red Octaper, Die Hard, heaps of stuff. Jan de Bond. There you go. The role of Cheryl Roberts was written for Patty Duke. Hey, Patty Duke. What did she do? Ah, she did. Recipe. Valley of the Dolls. Nellie O'Hara. Yep. The Miracle Worker. Billy. Mm-hmm. Oh, fucking 140 credits. I'm not reading that. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that. <clears throat> Though no one involved in the film's croak creative process has ever given an on-record interview about the genius of for the movie. Genesis for the movie. It apparently began as a novel, a book released around the same time as the movie under the title Butcher Baker Nightmare Maker is far more complex than a simple novelization. It includes vivid physical descriptions of the characters that often differ greatly from the actor's on-screen appearance, as well as in-depth in-depth backstories for several characters including secondary characters who receive little screen time. The book also leaves it a mystery until far later in the narrative as to what happened to Billy's parents and also continues on past the movie's ending, wrapping up the stories of several characters whose fates are not addressed in the film's epilogue. Wow. <clears throat> Um, as well, the di- director of this film actually just mm-hmm. did a shitload of Bikini Beach movies. Yeah, we were looking yeah, at that. A, yeah, he's a TV director, so he did like Bewitched and 
like all types of 60s show but this it's really weird because you look at his filmography and a lot of it's like sort of like you no know, classic 60s television and then you get this dark film and then he goes back to a bit of tv and that was it so this was his only sort of film but i don't know what he's trying to say because it's, it just seems out of place for him because he's like he, he he never made a film quite like this or never did one after as well so his little Ooh, foray imagine. into um horror kind of oh. Yeah, because he never, he never did anything quite like it after, too. So yeah, because yeah. they basically <laughs> just did, like, one, wait, I'm counting here, five beach blanket beach bikini movies, including the, the beach blanket bingo, which is the biggest one, I believe. Um, yeah. And bikini beach and stuff like that. Um, but And then he did, like, you know, the 27th day, Fireball 500... Movies and Shakers with Walter Matthau, Johnny Cool, and um, another mm. movie here called Shadow on the Window, um, which I've, I've seen none of these films, by the way. Nah. But I do nah. recognise a lot of them from, like, you know, um, either movie books um, on science fiction or driving cinema. Okay. Um, so, yeah, um, it is really interesting. And then it's, it's also did the Return to Green Acres movie, the TV movie. Yeah. Yeah. Return to Green yeah. Acres. He's mainly a, a television guy, Lee Masher. Yeah, so it is really an interesting choice, you know, um, to really get him doing this, you know. Um, but yeah, he, he, yeah, it's yeah, because I mean, I guess he's kind of showing like a lot of TV work, like *The Witch* and stuff, kind of showing that sort of lighter side to suburbia, and this is like a complete one eighty. It's like the, the dark and sometimes very violent. Um, yeah side of suburbia so it's just yeah just it's a head scratcher yeah uh or early early versions of the movie kept it ambiguous that susan tyrell was the villain of the story gradually revealing it as the plot developed however this was changed when the story felt noticeably more suspenseful fucking yeah Noticeably, fucking noticeably. I can't. My S's and C's. Noticeably. There you go. Noticeably more suspenseful. Noticeably. With the villain. <laughs> Where do you live, kid? Anemone. Anemone. It's like, okay, don't hurt yourself. God damn. Yeah, what a cool fact. Moving on. Uh, Bill Paxton and Britt Leach both appeared in Weird Science together. So, in this one, well, it was fuck, 81, four years later, together. Uh, Susan Tyrell had never seen the film, believing it to be awful, until an interview in 2008 after watching it, Tyrell said she enjoyed the film. Uh, she wore a wig for throughout the whole film until her final haircut, because that was the actual hair in real life. So, she... The whole time she had the long hair, it was a wig. Which you can kind of see at times. Now that you think about it, you see the hair just like slightly Yeah. Big, and you're like, what? But, I, the, you know, one of the things I really like about Susan Tyrell, she usually gets her tits out in like almost every fucking movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, it's, it's kind of weird. Because like, but she did like, I think her greatest claim to fame is possibly Crybaby. John Waters film. Yeah. But also, she was in Rucker House, Flesh and Blood, which I fucking love. And she was also yeah. in um, <clears throat> Forbidden Zone. Was, yeah, Forbidden Zone. But the big one was, um, like, 
was like nominated for awards Fat City for, oh yeah. Fat City yeah Fat City's a good one yeah and it's like and, and like this is like if you see that film her performance is like Oscar worthy so yeah yeah she, she's definitely underappreciated with the film she's done over the years and she was in Angel as well yes yeah. Angel mm. okay uh, nominated for a Saturn Award for Best Horror Movie of two, 1982 the Academy of Science Fiction Fantasy and Horror Hmm. Ah, the film under the title Nightmare Maker was one of the original UK VNRCs on the DPP 72 list. It was later submitted for a UK video certificate as the Evil Protege in 87, but was rejected. So they tried to release it. So this is in Section 2. Section 2. This is Section 2, and um, yeah, they tried to do the nasty the dodgy yeah, well, of I like think, resubmitting think, it it's like yeah no it's a different film <laughs> six yeah, years later yeah, well I think I think the thing that probably drew attention was VHS cover had her with like blood all over and her tits out so yeah I'm sure that's that's the, the pommy tapes I'm sure the authorities saw that immediately oh what's this but... <laughs> yeah because the film itself while being violent it's n- n- there's nothing like grossly sexually violent or explicit in it not there is really. the you know she's uh, he tried to rape me, but you know I wouldn't really call it that nasty. No, exactly. And it feels like I kind of mm. always saw this film as kind of like a like a throwback to those you know what happened to Baby Jane, sort of like those those crazy hag movies, like yeah, sixties, but updated for a modern sort of slasher audience with all yeah. the gore, but not not really gore, but just you know just just over the top violence chucked in. But it feels like an old school style movie but yeah you're right it definitely I think yeah it, I'm not really sure it's nasty word. yeah there's a little bit of a high exploitation film yeah, yeah. I feel that I can I can see that well done John good yeah. pick up mm. um Bo Bo Sevenson was Sevenson was injured during the filming of his death scene when a special effects man placed an exploding squib on the actor backwards. The explosive blew into Sevenson's stomach instead of outward and resulted in a painful burn. And I feel like that was the first time he got shot on screen. That's sick. We kept it because yeah. I just see his reaction and I'm just like, yeah. Because so I read that and then I like watched it and I'm just like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's him getting hurt. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, fuck yeah. God, that would suck. Um, yeah, he's 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 great. I think he's one of the reasons why the film works so well. Is he's just such a villain. Like he's like yeah, ruthless it, and yeah, homophobic and and once again, like it's one of those films where like is this film homophobic or or is it trying to show these are awful people? And actually, it's trying to show they are awful people. These characters. Mm, and, yeah, um, I and Susan Tyrell, they both. You know, these people are sick, Billy. So. Yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely got some... It, it has something to say, this film, definitely. Around, uh, yeah. No, no. Around that time period. I know, it's, it's a decent um, story and script and all that, and Susan and Bo do very well. Yeah, basically very... I just like it because of Susan Tyrell. She's just fucking nuts. And it's yeah. like so believably nuts. Like, it's like, yes. But I must admit, I do find the film drags a little bit in the, the midsection. Mm-hmm. Um, 
just that's just me personally, which doesn't mean that it's not a good film. I just yeah no. yeah. No, I, I I just I always love this film. I've never found it. Well, just just because I've seen it so many times, no, it doesn't really drag for me. But I guess um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I just find it moves at a pretty good pace. Because because I think the characters <clears throat> keep you engaged, and, and you don't really know where it's going. So yeah, first time I saw it, like I was had no idea where it was going, and um, yeah, it really definitely get me engaged. I guess like so just the performances alone. Um, the poster art. The poster art as well is somewhat iconic, I think. I do like that poster art, how it's like that the peeping... eye in the triangle, yeah. That peeping Tom in, in the kid's chest. I mean, it could be a knife. Yeah, yeah, that, that's it. And, and the alternate poster is pretty crap. It's like night warning. It's got like these two the, Yeah, kids running. running. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it just looks like a shitty slasher film or something. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it looks. It still looks fucking awesome. But yeah, it looks like a pulp um, novel. Yeah, the night one was like a pulp novel. Well, the the code red just has both covers. You flipped around, but um, no. but oh yeah, well, it shits over any cover made today on Photoshop. But yeah, it's, it's yeah, still still. I prefer the Butcher Baker title too. No, oh, yeah, I that, do like the the UK one. That's the UK one. Yeah, I can tell. With yeah, the blood UK in there. was called Nightmare Maker. I think. Yeah, yeah. we're having a squiz at it now. I can see. Yeah, it. Now I do not know. I do not know about Australian VHS release on this one. To be honest, it mm. was released as Night Warning, and uh, I have seen it. it I, I've seen it on groups. I think Showcase maybe. Showcase so, would make sense. Like I've seen it, I've seen it on, on pop up on eBay, but it's very rare. Like I barely see it. Yeah. Um, mm. I, I think it is showcase, but I'll have to. Some showcases are very rare. <coughs> <coughs> oh, COVID. But yeah, I, I like. Yeah, I rarely see it. Could be a box office. Is it a box office international? Oh, maybe, maybe, maybe. Box There's office, a showcase yes. there. A yeah, show- actually, yeah, it is a showcase. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. That's it, the Australian cover. Our cover it's like it's different to all the covers. It's just got it, Tyrell. Yeah, in the corner. Like, in the corner. Yeah, in the corner, yeah. Top corner's yeah. got night warning cover, like the full bit. Yeah. yeah, it's just a bit of a mix and match thing there, yeah. So it is a showcase, yeah. There we go, we actually found an Australian um, VHS slick on Google Images. For once. <laughs> no, 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 that never happens. Yeah. Where's the fucking like blockbuster uh, like there horror it is. corner bit? Yes. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Showcase. Yep, yep, that's it. That's it. Bit of a mishmash. That looks fucking shocking. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I would not pick that up and be like, I'm gonna watch this tonight, mum. Yeah. Because <laughs> at least the UK one. Yeah. yeah, the UK one I would have picked up. Like, even the American cover, I would have picked them both up and been like, yeah. this is sick. Yeah, look at those eyes. <laughs> Goddamn. There you go. Uh, I can't find... money in the US, huh? Interesting. I can't get a fucking, um... Fuck off, you can... Uh, money thing on this. I haven't found a... How much it cost? Yeah. It was probably a, a reasonable big budget, say, I'm cause... thinking. Because you got Susan Tyrell and stuff, and I... Know. I she would have been big enough at this point, 81. Like, that's after Fat City. Yeah. Is it? And a pretty yeah. considerable director. 
behind it too. So yeah, uh, yeah. Director yeah, William Asher. Each blanket, yeah. bingo. Yeah. Um, it just feels like yeah, like it started off maybe as like a you know, like maybe some more like a drama and just got like it kept chucking in sort of more violent elements to it. It kind I, of went along. I think this would be at least a mil. At least a mil. Maybe. Yeah. Sounds about right. I'd go about a mil. <clears throat> Alright, let's just fucking type in a mil. <laughs> for um, <laughs> inflation. Alright, well we got 1981. One million. How many fucking zeros am I doing? One, two, three. One, two, three. Uh, calculate. 2.8 million. Wow. Eh, fair. There you go. Let's just pretend this cost 2.8 million today. When you think of that inflation, that's nuts. Yeah. A million dollars in 1981 is now worth 2.8 million. That's fucked. (laughs) Yeah. I should have invested in gold bullion. <laughs> Fuck. Should buy some stocks. <laughs> stock. And then they'd just be like, they're gone. <laughs> should, have, <laughs> should have bought stocks and like toilet paper when people bought everything. Cause it would yeah, just no, but that's that. not good. Because that's... You want stocks that go up and stay up over a long period. No, because if you pull out quickly, you have to pay more tax. Yeah... yeah. Yeah, it's true. You have to have stock for more than a year for it to, to, to yeah, get, get decent tax I, rates. I had this plan when I was young that I was going to buy stocks in coffee because everyone drinks coffee. And like, coffee's gotten so big, I'm just like, I should have bought stocks in coffee. Everyone drinks fucking coffee. <laughs> you should just put stocks in, like, Nesquik. <laughs> 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 like, who the fuck doesn't like Nesquik? I know not a lot of people buy it. Well, I don't personally, but if I fucking had the money, I'd buy a quick all the fucking It's time. still on the shelf. It's, it's like it's like yeah, it's like coffee. It's not going away. People like it. Yeah, Milo. It's been a millionaire. I remember Milo released a fucking video game when I was a kid. <laughs> he bought three tins of Milo, and I made my mum buy three tins of Milo, <laughs> and then he sent away the thing with postage paid, and then they sent back a disc, and it was dog shit. You're like the skateboarding kid and you had to drink glasses of Milo to get health and shit. <laughs> That's beautiful. It was great. I miss when they used to bundle like sh- CDs with fucking cereal boxes. Yeah. yeah. Do you remember like Age yeah. Empires in like Nutrigrain or something? Yeah, yeah, Nutrigrain, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember that. And I was like, Age oh, Empires, mama, one you like, you never eat Nutrigrain. I'm like, oh, fucking Nutrigrain. Fuck. <laughs> 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 And then mum would be like, Nutrigrain's going stale. I'm like, I've got a video game, don't care. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm never buying you this again. Tastes <laughs> uh, like shit. What's the food review? Ah, uh, Nutrigrain. <laughs> With Milo in the milk. <laughs> now you know what? You get, oh, rice bubbles and you put Milo on that. Fuck oh, yeah. yeah. I remember I used to do that that's so like, much. That's like Povo Cocoa Pops. <laughs> It's like, I'm too poor to afford Cocoa Pops. But it costs more because you have to buy the Milo and... No, but if you have Cocoa Pops and Milo, that's like... No, I'm sorry, luxury. No, that's luxury, though. That's double chalk. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, 
Maybe. I might do a fucking rice bubbles with Milo on this. <laughs> <laughs> That's like, I feel like, oh, fuck. Alright, I'm going to go That's Milo, a... though, but this is like, this again, this is Povo, but it's the best. <laughs> Once when I was living at this house, there was bread, butter, and a tin of Milo. Fuck. And we put Milo on top of the bread, and we're like, it'll be kind of like Nutella. And it was the flavour sensation of the year. Like, literally, it was like, even when you weren't poor, you do it by choice after that. It's great. I really suggest everyone just try it. You don't need a lot of Milo, just like, you know, a thin bit. But it is, it is sick. That's funny. Yeah. So bread, butter. You use toast. Yeah. Toast the bread, put butter on, and then you sprinkle Milo on top and kind of smush in with a spoon. And it kind of actually turns into almost a paste. And then you eat it. It's actually, it's, it's good. So you don't really want the butter to melt on the bread. No, you want the butter to melt. Yeah. 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 Okay. So you do a, a decent amount of butter, you know. Yeah. So it's covering it. And then you sprinkle the Milo lightly on top. Mush it in with a spoon. <laughs> it's good, it's good. <laughs> the other Pavo thing we used to do is um, salt and pepper on toast. That's when you're really, <laughs> that's when you're really poor. You know? <laughs> and I remember when people would be like, dude, I'm so poor. I'm eating this bread and toast. I'm like, you have not thought about this, mate. You've got salt and pepper yet. And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, put that on. It's great. I'm like, oh my God, you're a genius. I'm like, it's good. Fucking hell. It's like herb toast. Herb <laughs> toast. <laughs> but what about you, John? someone tipping their milk out after their cereal and I was like I'm not friends with you (laughs) what are you doing man you're dead to me last one your favourite naked fist sick firecracker aka a Los Angeles martial arts instructor goes to the Philippines to find her sister what is it Sirio Sirio Santiago Sirio Santiago what else has he done? Oh, fucking good shit. Wheels of Fire, Equal- Dirt Warriors, Equalizer 2000, Sisterhood, The Mothers. The Mothers, which is yep. okay. Yeah. Sisterhood's better. June Warriors. He also did Vulcan. Death Force. Yeah, yeah. Raiders of the Sun, Eye of the Eagle, Striker. Fucking yeah, fair He's enough. He's done everything. Naked Vengeance. Silk. Angel Fist of Destroyers, Kill Zone. Vampire Hookers. Vampire Hookers. Ebony, Ivory, and Jade. Yeah, a lot of stuff Vincent's released. A lot of stuff. Yeah, I was going to say, there's a lot of fucking Vincent here. It must have just got his catalogue or something, yeah. 
Um, who else? Someone else at 88 have done a bit. Yeah, I think yeah, done yeah, a couple. Yeah, well, uh, yeah. Big Bird Cage and Big Dollhouse. I thought that was fucking... Nah, mate. Nah, Studio he... Santiago. He uh, also did Aladdin just... Adventure of All Time, which is fucking dog shit. I thought that was um, Jack Hill. Uh, I think... No, I think it's... Um, and Corman was involved somehow. Yeah, well, director Jack Hill. Maybe producer, he produced it. There you go. Produced it, yeah. I was going to say, I'm like, I swear that was Jack Hill. Because Jack Hill was like... Pissed off to fucking... Thing, eh? Roger Corman was like, yeah, make me a movie. And they made like three films over there. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> they probably only made those three films with help of fucking... That's why they all have fucking Sid Hagen, bloody Pam Greer in them and that. Yeah, but that's why but they also fucking got three films done because they had fucking Serio working on it, man. Like, Serio shits out movies. Like, yeah, he shat out movies, man. And, um, like, you know, most of his films as well that I've seen, I haven't seen, like, more than half, but I've probably seen a good eight. Um... They're always generally enjoyable. Some, you know, you're a bit like, uh, okay. But, um, no, usually they're fucking sick. Yeah. Um, definitely likes recycling props and costumes from all different kinds of films and then just chucking them in one movie. <clears throat> Especially in these Mad Max kind of ripoffs. Um, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, Makes Flycracker sense. is actually like what I consider top tier, Santiago. I'd never seen it before until this viewing. Mm. But all I have to say is that you've got a chick that can actually do quite decent martial arts. Mm-hmm. Um, and she gets her tits out. So she's like a white whale, you know. She's like the Cynthia Rothrock we all deserved. <laughs> yeah. 17th of September 1981 for an Australian release. Beautiful. Yes. Uh, topless um fight scene. So what section was this? Three or two? Three. Three? Bug spray was used to simulate mist in one scene. Fuck yeah, that's a smart idea, bug spray. Yeah. The music from is from the US movie Shogun Assassin. Yep. Yeah, because I think Corman had that. He's just like, I was chucking in this movie. Yeah. Element of Japanese movies from Lone Wolf and Cub. Yeah. Darby so- Hilton wasn't in it initially paid after the principal shooting of this movie in the Philippines. The movie in the Philippines was done. It wasn't until he came back to America and did a few additional scenes for the picture that he was finally paid for acting at Darby Hilton. Hinton. Sorry. Where are you? I've fucking seen your face before. Malibu Express. Oh, Malibu Express is another fucking awesome movie that's directed by um, Andy Sedaris. Oh my god, he's in a film called COVID 2021. Sick. <laughs> Pre-production. <laughs> Director Bob Cook. I'm going into like a rabbit hole right now. Of, oh, oh, God. He looks like a Christian filmmaker. Storm of the Dead. Rock or Die Baby. Stop. <laughs> Go back to Firecracker. This is like a bad rabbit hole. <laughs> That's Stop. A... I'm gonna see. It's going to like add like 50 titles for movies and I'm going to have to fucking watch. <laughs> COVID 2021. I just got that fucking techno remix of um, what's that um Evangelican guy <laughs> doing oh. his like <laughs> COVID 
COVID-19, COVID-19. <laughs> anyway. I blow the wind of God. Anyway, back to the film. Professional. Uh, well, I got this on that Roger Coleman three-pack with TNT Jackson and Too Hot to Handle. TNT Jackson's another... Yeah. Yep. And if I could too hot to handle, I watched too hot to handle right after and was like average. Uh, it was it like was... so much nudity. But yeah, that was, that's great. But like, I want to watch it now. Yeah. Because a... I actually like. I did have. It's kind of like this weird situation. When I was a kid, I was in love with China O'Brien, Cynthia Rothrock, and I'd watch China O'Brien all the time and American Ninja Two: The Confrontation. But I get into some martial arts movies, like, but it was more like highbrow shit like Bruce Lee and stuff. Yeah. But I'd always, like, look at shit like martial law and be like, oh, it's probably going to be crap. And then when I moved in here, about a year into living here, me and Nathan just went down this fucking rabbit hole of watching, like, martial arts action movies that has never really died. So, like, we're like, yeah, and he's a Doris, like, he's sick, man. He's actually the sickest. And then, like... <laughs> We watched like, but we only watched like, three films for some reason. Um, but yeah, honestly, I love horror. But at the moment, my favorite genre is double denim, fucking like roundhouse kicks to the face. Go on the Scott Bruce is like horror is cool, but I have you ever seen a man's head blown off? Transition for the natural transition for horror. Trends. I don't know. Eighties action is the next step. <laughs> Like, it's also because like the directors that do that that we love also do that kind of stuff. It's like Philippines yeah. sort of stuff. It's just like full on action, blood and gore, and we're just like fuck yeah. Because like you know horrors horrors great. Don't get me wrong, but how many fucking really dog shit horror movies have you watched? Don't get me wrong, I've watched yeah. a lot of dog shit action movies too. Yeah. But horror has yeah. become this genre now where you know basically if a modern horror movie comes out, it's like oh, forget it. Yeah. You know basically. Yeah. Um, whereas, like, I'm more likely to watch, like, a fucking blockbuster movie nowadays, or, like, you know, just a normal fucking movie. Even some of the direct-to-video, like, you know, Dolph Lundgren shit that's still coming out, like, that's entertaining stuff. Yeah. Pretty damn entertaining. Yeah. Because, like, you know, you got your action movies as well, they kind of just kept going, man. They didn't stop. They've never stopped. Mm. Nah. Uh, um, like, I know horrors never stop, but action has always been there as well. And so I think as well, it's because I've never really dug or delved as deep in. So it was like, we're watching Best of the Best, No Retreat, No Surrenders and shit like that. And they're all so entertaining. Like, yeah, yeah they're great. Um, but yeah, so I, I love Sergio Santiago. I highly rate him. Um, I think he's like fucking criminally underrated. I know Simon Miller's a massive fan of the guy, um. And, yeah, but, yeah, he's he's great. Yeah, he's a great director. And, you know, yeah. Corman behind him. Like, Corman's just, like, a... It's a good Basically deal, a seal of approval, Corman. Like, he never lost money, yeah. on, never lost money on a film. No, he knew what to do. Um, yeah, it's crazy. He, he put, yeah, he put faith in his directors, too, with them. Yeah. Pretty much like nurtured all the up and coming stars, star directors. It's kind of a thing how you like, it's the only way to 
make money in a way is let someone have creative freedom. And when he kind of like made decisions on set as well, he kind of knew what the audience wanted as well. Yeah. Yeah. So I has got that big um, book from Minotaurs, like Roger Coleman Crab Monsters and <clears throat> what have you. And people, it's just into a few bits. And he's just um, walking along set and watching clips and stuff. And he's like, I need a pair of tits every 10 minutes and stuff. Yeah. Because I think that's the problem with a lot of directors or a lot of people that try to elevate the genre, so to speak. Like, if you ever watch someone that says, oh, like, I'm an elevated genre director, you're like, fuck off, cunt. <laughs> yeah, it's like, fuck off. Like, just please go I away. am Kino, alright? Just remember that. Yeah, and like... My film's going to be released on uh, Criterion next uh, year, so... Yeah, I just want to see Bloods, Boobs and Beasts, you know what I mean? Like... <laughs> That's why I, I love Dondola, I love Ciro Santiago, I love Andy Sedaris. Um, well, they're and, great. And they were, I mean, they were just trying to get people in seats, like, you know, give them, yeah. like, everything they want. Unlike now, it's, yeah, it's a completely different way of thinking about making a film. Yeah. No. Struggles. It's like, let's give them four hours of dialogue. <laughs> and one fight. And, and, uh... And uh, sheep. <laughs> or goats. Goats. Give him a goat. Yeah, Julian Kesner. What else did this... Like? I don't know, man, to be honest. Where is she? Oh, yeah, she was in Raw Force. That's a fucking sick movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a great movie. Remember that? Uh, student body. Happy to... Bit of happy days. Evil Town. Oh, yeah. the, what Vincent that's released? A, that's a Vincent as well, yeah. Yeah, that was right. Vincent. Uh, Raw Force, yeah, fucking amazing. Uh, where did my thing go? Star Hops, uh, Coed oh. Fever. <gasps> fucking COVID. Trick or Treats. Moon Scorpio. Beverly Hills Vamp. Jaded. Roots of Evil. Roots of Evil. Roots of Evil. Yeah, I've seen that. She didn't do much. It's like a 1992 softcore-ish kind of film. Um, yeah, she didn't do much, but come on. She did fucking Don the Dragon Wilson in Inferno. Don the Dragon, Operation Cobra, Fred Olin Ray film. Yeah, Fred Olin Ray, he's another one. He's another one where you're like, I'm going to put on a Fred Olin Ray film and I know exactly what I'm going to get and it's going to be awesome. Yeah, his, his stuff's always entertaining. Always. Never isn't. James. Yeah. Fucking Don Wilson never got as Don Wilson's like an Asian Michael Dudikoff. Don Wilson was big enough though. Yeah, I'd say he's a bit bigger than Michael Dudikoff. That's for sure. You think? Yeah. I never really see his name much. What the fuck else did Michael Dudikoff do apart from fucking American Ninja? Name another film. American Ninja Two. <laughs> 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 He's still better than the fucking dude in um fuck the the cunt in American Ninja Three. It's like fuck off you would like I it's just zero charisma. The whole yeah. film. Yeah. Um and he's so bad that like they bring Judikoff back for part four. <laughs> part four, yeah, that's right, yeah. And then um part five is just like so shit eighty eight didn't even fucking include it and that's it. 
Yeah, they did one to four. Have you seen five? No. It's like a kids' movie no. now. It is fucking beyond shit. Goddamn. That's really bad. <clears throat> Firecracker. Firecracker's sick though. I, I, I really enjoyed it. Like, I especially like the bar fight where it just kind of, um, it's happening. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just like, there's just a bar fight. It's just there. Yeah. Can't help it. What about you, John? What's your thoughts? Yeah, well, I, I thought it was pretty interesting. I, I mean, it's a pretty uh, threadbare plot. Um, yeah, yeah. There's a plot, but I think it's it's the whole like, movie's kind of an excuse just to show up as many martial arts fights as they can. But um, I was surprised by like the martial the, the actual choreography is pretty damn good considering yeah. it was a, a like a yeah Corman production. Um, but yeah, I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I, I, I had a bit of a blast watching it. Um, you know, I said. The, the, it's more of a spectacle than anything. Like I said, you just just go with the flow. Like, don't expect much of a you know, character development. Like, she's good. Like I said, that blonde bird, she's really good, but her acting is awful. But she's a really... I presume she is a professional martial artist because she's, she's pretty decent in it. Definitely. So, uh, yeah. She definitely is, but there is, like, scenes where, like, whenever she does a flip and stuff, you, it's totally a tie guy in a wig. <laughs> um, which is painfully obvious. Um, but one thing I then like, again, even greats like Cynthia Rothrock, you watch like some of her stuff that she did in like China, mm. and there's stuntmen doing her stunts. So like you know she was yeah, critically yeah. claimed, yeah. martial arts like award winner, and she's still not doing her own stunts. And even Bruce Lee, he didn't do his own stunts. That's why Jackie Chan is top notch. Yeah, top tier. Um, like once put time in Hollywood. Yeah, yeah. Bruce Lee. <laughs> Um, that's the thing I always find with these fucking action films, martial arts films, because I did it, I've done martial arts and all that, and like, when they do their spinning back kick, it's the most awkward looking fucking thing, and their back kick looks so shit, and I'm like, what? You do a bit of back kick, fuck it. Fuck, stand up, cat. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. (laughs) I could, and I'll probably pull a muscle, but I still could and you wouldn't look as cool in double denim doing it, so... De- you need stretchy denim. Oh, fuck, I don't know how they do it in denim. Cause That's why it's sick, double denim. Like, when It's I'm- coming back as well. <laughs> when I'm just, like, in jeans, I have, like, no movement. I'm like, I- all I can do is walk and that's it. Strutting will be difficult. And- I don't know how the BGs did it. I remember fucking Chuck Norris had his own, like... Jeans. Brand of like karate jeans. Yeah. Yeah. He had his own yeah. brand of karate jeans. Chuck like, Norris is a f- like a false prophet though. Yeah. False prophet. He's, he's a terrible man. He's sick, but <laughs> he's not great. No. Texas. He's only good in like movies where he's like really bad. Like Forest Warrior. Have you ever seen Forest Warrior? No. There was an earlier one that fucking... Umbrella release was like something of Power San Francisco. Oh, um, Invasion USA? No. It was something San Francisco. Was it a canon film? Or? Yeah, canon film. I oh, know, he's in a bad guy in that. Fuck. No, like, it, it, some of his films are fine, but. You know what? It was he's wo- not a good actor. He's, inc- he's so wooden. I call him the wooden man. That's like what I just call him. Fucking... Wa- well, I remember watching an episode of Walker, Texas Ranger, and he was just like, 
this kid's crying and he just puts his hands on his shoulder and he's like, hey kid, what's the matter? Stop crying. <laughs> and he, that's like him meant to be compassionate and caring with a child. Yeah. And he also hates gay people and black people and stuff, so. Yeah, he's a cunt. That's right, I forgot about that. Fuck. Where's that? And he's Christian, so you can give a fuck. But he is sick. I love him, but. It's yeah. in his 80s now, I think. He's still, still, tra- still keeping fit. I don't know. But seriously, you guys should watch Forest Warrior. It's a kid's movie. But he's like the warrior of the forest. And he does... a. F- There's a bird, like an eagle flying. And then it turns into Chuck Norris doing a fly kick into someone's face. And he also turns wow. into a bear and he stops a chainsaw with his bare hands. Oh, I'm putting this on my letterbox. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. Uh, here we are, 1996. Oh. Yeah, and you just... It's like, it's also cultural appropriation, so it's even sick of that. Oh, it's brilliant. There's, there's a lot of one stars here. Yeah, is it, is it, have I given it five stars? Probably. <laughs> no rating. No. Oh, I, I obviously reviewed that before I did letterbox. Yeah. That was weird about Firecracker. I was... Interesting to look at that bloody sex scene. Yeah, it was... That um, was a weird sex scene. It's a weird sex yeah. scene. Yeah. Like, the whole knife thing. And it's so weird that, like, she has sex with him and then the next day she fights him to kill him. Yeah, she fights him. And I'm just like, what? Stabs his eyes in. Yeah, but see, that I don't was care. amazing fucking I don't kill. care. Like, I don't need plot. I'm just like, fucking sick. <laughs> that was a great fucking kill. I'm I love say. the rapist bits as well, where the rapist guys are trying to get her and she's like, kick, kicks the fuck out of him. But then they're like, no, we're still going to rape her and we're going to kill a cop and rape her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I thought that sex scene was like, strange. It's weird. But like, it actually makes it sensual and all that, so it's like, it's not just, that's, come here, baby that, girl. That's why else the film's weird, though, as well, is because, um, it's obviously an American... Slaughter in San Francisco, that was the one where he's bad. That one, I haven't Sla- seen it. Slaughter in San Francisco. Anyway, moving on. What was it? Which one? Slaughter in San Francisco. Slaughter in San Francisco, no, I haven't, I haven't seen that. Yeah, that's when he's bad. Anyway, um, yeah, it's very sensual, that sex scene, but also it's just like... It's almost rapey. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> yeah, it has, a, it has an awkward tone. Um, but yeah, like, um, I don't know, like, it's obviously an American-produced film because um, in uh, Manila, they don't allow nudity in their films. Okay. So I was, like, under the impression there'd be no nudity. Because a lot of Ciro Santiago stuff, it kind of pulls away from that. And then when it, like, they just ripped her top off and she just was, like, completely topless fighting, I was like, fuck yes, this movie is so good. <laughs> that would, that's... I, I didn't realise that. Shit. Uh, is it, like, any, any sort of nudity? Or? Basically, they just, like, because they're, like, quite it's a, a Muslim, strict Muslim country. Yeah, Muslim country, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Cause I guess you're being an American production, they wanna obviously sell. Yeah. Them, so they can get, get away with it. Yeah. yeah. That's just yeah. Indonesia's the same. All of that, you know, they just don't like the nudity. Mm. Yeah. Like you can be as violent as you want, just no tits. Yeah. Interesting. 
Yeah, well, yeah. Kind of like Japan has that weird genital fucking censorship. Very weird. Yeah. yeah, like you can totally buy a manga where a chick's getting a SWAT sticker burnt on her pussy in a 7-Eleven. <laughs> as long as you... <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, as long as there's no pubes. Yeah. Well, no pubes, you're good. Vic Diaz, the classic Vic Diaz, the old, chunky, chubby man. Vic Diaz is great. He's done heaps, fucking hell. Heaps. K-shape, black man, white man. Anything that was fucking made in Manila, he's there. He's fucking all over it. And he's always a henchman. A lot of times he's a henchman. But yeah, I... I actually really, really... This was my favourite of the bunch, guys. Um, I loved it. This was my favourite for enjoyment. For, like, just pure... That's all I, I... I'm sorry, I've gone beyond cinema where I'm like, oh, isn't that nice and meaningful? I'm just like, fuck yeah, she got her tits out and kick someone in the face. <laughs> yeah. No, it's fair. Fair. Don't get me wrong, I still, I still do, like, deep and meaningful and, um... But they're so few and far between nowadays for me. Um, maybe just because I just, I just, I'm just very happy with trash at the moment. Come on, bro. No, I, I think no, I enjoy it too. It's fun. I think we, the reason when we were kids and younger, we used to watch movies is because they were fun, like they were entertaining. Yeah. I think we kind of have gotten away from that with letterbox culture and stuff, where we're being too critical and. Um. So yeah, no, I get, I get what you're saying. Um, no, it, it was probably my. Second favorite, Butcher Bake is my favorite, but this is definitely my second favorite. Um, just because, yeah, the pure, uh, like it was just, just really well done. The film was really well put together in terms of the um, choreography, so I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah, okay. Bit of a, bit of a treat. Fucking, what? Ah, my foot. What is our food of reviews? Our eating habits. Playing medium rare steak, gravy and potatoes, fucking <laughs> vegetables. Like it's a fucking. Feast. <laughs> Feast. But someone's grilled cheese on top of all of it, so it's a bit like cheesy. <laughs> but it still tastes really good. It's like eating a block of mercy. It's like, alright, oh, have you guys ever been to Denny's in America? It's a fucking Denny's yeah. meal. Oh. I haven't done that. Yeah, it's hard to explain. Denny's is like. Home, I, 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 it's I like your mum's home cooked dinner. But it's takeaway food. And they and like I remember when we got off the airplane. Fuck that. I was like, oh yeah, the hamburger sliders seem okay, thinking I'd just get like, you know, two or three mini hamburgers. Yeah. And it was fifteen dollars and I literally got like a plate of chips that was almost like half a kilo of fucking fries. And eight eight burgers that were about just under our cheeseburger size. And I'm like, for fuck's sake. <laughs> fucking hell. Here comes a heart attack. It was massive. And mum's like, I'm not that hungry, I'll just get a club sandwich. And I swear she probably got three sandwiches worth of fucking sandwich. Yeah. With, again, a half a kilo of chips. Fucking hell. That's Dennis. Um. This is Enya. Is it? No. I thought it was Enya. Or, um, Alva. Sounds like Alva. Ah, no idea. Oh, yeah, rest in peace, Ennio. I actually cried. Yeah, I can't believe it. Yeah. 
Well, he was getting up there in age. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I know, but still. I just didn't want it to be true. That was like Hussein's like he was old. It was kind of expected. I'm like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I wasn't just hanging around going, fuck, any of my cronies going to die any day now. Well, they're still composing stuff even up till it's, you know, last, like, his up. Yeah. Like, mm. Hateful Eight recently, and he's still composing soundtracks, so, you know. Fuck yeah. Till his dying mm. days. I don't know what I'm going to review this. It's going to be fun. Um, this is Mexican. Mexican food? Yeah, Mexican oh. food. Nice really bit. fun and nice and then you shit your pants. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> it's like buffalo wings. They're nice, but somehow yeah. you always shit yourself. The I don't know why. it's like... Oh. <laughs> I don't know why. You always shit yourself. It's just spicy I'm, food. I love spicy food. I love then. it too, and I'm like used to it, but like I still shit like a fucking freight train. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's real bad. Oh, it's fucking shocking. Anyway. <laughs> enough about shit. <laughs> John. <laughs> sure, yours is more classier. Uh, no. It's just like me, like, probably just like a uh, steak and mushroom pie. Kind of just does the job. Bit of tomato sauce. Um, the mani yeah, sauce. It, 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 yeah, yeah. The little mini sauce you squeeze on. Um, yeah, it was like it was fine. Like I said, it was just just entertaining. I um, yeah, didn't really have too much to say. It was just just a bit of a spectacle, and yeah, I, I enjoyed it. Like so, I wasn't I wasn't bored by it. Like I, you know, if a movie's boring, like it, I just can't forgive it. But yeah, it was, it was enjoyable. Yeah, it only goes for like seventy something minutes as well, which. Yeah. yeah, it's a quick watch. That's why I like it. Too. It's very yeah. quick. Um, that, that's like why I like a lot of martial arts films. They're just like, you know, 80, 90 minutes. They don't fuck around for like two and a half hours. And yeah. which so much oh, horror that's... seems to do a lot of the time sometimes. And you're like, come on, man. You forgot to be scary. Just like detective uh, and, work. And, yeah, and I miss like, so I do like a good movie that packs a punch and... Yeah, we're just getting so far away from now because people feel like they're not getting their money's worth unless it's four fucking hours or something. And uh, they feel the need to stretch it out. It's just like, you know, yeah, I'm blaming Lord of the Rings for that, man. Yeah, that's when the shift happened, actually, funny enough. Yeah. Good old Lord. I love Lord of the Rings, though. I, I love think, him, too. I went to see the happen. third one like nine fucking times. But exactly, things happen in that movie. Yeah. It's three hours of shit happening. Yeah. Um, and... Now, like, I'm not even going to watch the new Avengers. I'm sorry. I don't give a fuck. I'm not even going to watch the second one. I think I've seen the first one. I watched the second one. Oh, no. Or whatever the fucking... One where he fucking kills everyone at the end. Spoiler alert. And I was bored shitless. <laughs> bored. Uh, which, which one? Infin- in, in, Infinity War? Yeah. Whatever it's called. The second last Avengers movie. Was, yeah. Before Endgame. Oh, yeah. Um, Infinity War. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I got dragged to both of those. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I struggled. It, look, as soon as as soon as there's a massive CGI battle, I switch off. My brain just switches off. <laughs> I'm like, you know, because I know I'm watching a video game. I'm just like, yeah. I'm just fucking play my Wii or something. Like, yeah, exactly. Oh, sorry, I'm May as well just watch the Incredible Bulk. <laughs> incredible Bulk, exactly. <laughs> Oh. Um, yeah, CGI shit best. They, that's my number one hatred. Next films. What are we going to do next? 
human experiments and I miss you hugs and kisses. Oh, they're naughty ones. I'm trying to... I like human experiments. Scorpion releases it. I think yeah. I've seen that, yeah. Yeah, oh, it's not on... what you think it is. Like, it looks like some sort of, like, Nazi camp movie, but it's not. It's, it's like, an American movie set in this, like, small Texan town this prison. It's, it's very weird. But yeah. it's good. It's, it's definitely different. I like it. I haven't seen it in a long time. Is that the music or, like, fucking... It's the tap. The tap. Oh, this is so I like... love you hearts and kisses as well. Yeah. Well, I miss you, hearts and kisses. Yeah. Hugs and... I got hugs and kisses. Hugs and kisses. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, where the fuck do I watch these? Well, that's YouTube. I was going to send you a fucking link at I miss you, hugs and kisses is YouTube. Yeah. I think Nathan that, had might... A, had, a, had a proper release, love you, hugs and kisses? Or... I, I haven't fucking seen one or know of one, to be honest. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm like, seeing either. That's one I'm just very... I got a DVD-R of that. Um, a human experiment. Well, you got the scorpion, I got the scorpion. Oh, is that yeah, on scorpion. fucking the YouTube? Oh. Nathan might have it. I think it's like you. And, and the movie has a song that was written just for the movie. I really like the song, but it hasn't had a proper release. You'll see it when... She plays it. Yeah. So, yeah. Danny, Danny, human experiment. <laughs> <laughs> I love movies that sing their um, title, and I love movies where like a character like it's hey, uh, a bit uh, like Firecracker would have got five stars for me if they're like, hey, Firecracker, watch out. I love it when they're like named. Their name is the stupid title of the movie. Um, John, how long does the human experiments go for? I got one on YouTube for a hundred. 21 minutes. Uh, I grabbed the scorpion. It's around about that. It's not, not too long. It's a bit uh, of a... Because this one's watch. dark um, as all fuck on YouTube. 121 minutes. An hour and 21 Funny, minutes. Sorry. It's going to say, fuck, yeah, two hour movie. Fuck me. Uh, this scorpion just says 85 minutes. Uh, uh, but that's American. But that's American, yeah. It also depends on the... Yeah, but this is on YouTube, so fuck. I was like, bye everyone, and we'll sort this out. <laughs> bye. 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 Professional editing. <laughs>